fourth and long. This is the Masters podcast. As always, every year we got a full house tonight. Maddie Miggs, myself, Lazarotti. This is one of the most anticipated episodes we always do, I feel like. And we, we never miss a Masters episode. Lazarotti came out of hiding for this, you know. We haven't we haven't <laughs> talked to him in a while. <laughs> and he's back for a Masters episode. I hibernate during the wind. Usually when football season shuts down, I go in hibernation and then I come out in like first week of April, really. March Madness and 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 Augusta gets me out of bed. But guys, holy shit. We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot to catch up on. Obviously, March Madness just flew by. We haven't done a show in ages. Um we we have you know, to congratulate we have to congratulate you on winning the bracket challenge first of all. That was that was unexpected when Kentucky lost in the, to St. Peter's. But um, you I was, had Kentucky going far. I had them uh, in the championship, and you still won. That's that's impressive. Yeah, what, you had so, how many oh, of the final four did you have? Two. Okay. You had Nova. You had Nova. And I had Nova Kansas. and Kansas. Yeah. Now I told Lazarotti, I go, "Hey, Laz, I'll pay you the 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 tournament winnings after this episode," which prompted Migden to write to jot something down in his pre pre show notes. <laughs> Migden's just looking yeah. to get get it out there. Yeah. Well, you know, Laz probably. I, it's so funny. I could have predicted Laz asking for his money as soon as the buzzer sounded. I because- think literally, I saw the backboard turn red, and I get a text <laughs> notification from Lazarotti. <laughs> Yeah, you know why? Because Fetty didn't even fall yet, and Lazarotti yeah. sent me a message. I was never nervous during that game. I was never nervous. Down hey, 15, easy. Un- unbelievable. Yeah, you weren't nervous. They were unbelievable comeback was- by Kansas. But, yeah, the reason I – what I jotted down was, and I thought I'm going to say it for the show, I know exactly why Lazarotti was bugging you after the final buzzer for this money because he probably – Saw a Jordan Spieth line. Yes, you're right. At plus twenty, two hundred, at plus twenty, twenty five hundred, and he thinks it's gonna go down. He's ready to reallocate probably all the winnings. What was it? Six hundred and seventy bucks. We had forty five people at fifteen a pop. So I mean, make that it's even better. Do it. Are you get? Oh God. It's even better. So part of that's true, but there's another part of it. I won. So I won two. I won my work bracket. And I won this bracket. And then my work bracket was actually, it was a totally different bracket, but I had Kansas winning it all. Um, And I had Kansas Nova and Duke. And so I was good. And um, it's even better. I want to bet the biggest bet of my life last weekend. I put, how much did I put? Not even that much. 50 or a hundred. No, I put a hundred on Duke, on UNC. This is some final four. I took UNC Kansas. And then I took, after the Friday round of the PGA Tour, uh, Valero Texas Open, I took Bo Hostler to come in the top 10 at plus 500. So I parlayed it to win 3,500 and oh. it hit pretty, pretty easily. So I put a thousand of it on speed this week to win 22 grand, boys. And then the rest, <laughs> I knew is, it. I told the you. rest is in my. Uh, so I put, so I have 500 on. They're two separate bets, though, because if he's in the lead on Sunday, I'm going to cash out in one of them and keep another one to see if he wins. Um, I think that's smart. I've learned the hard way with him too many times. So I decided to do two separate bets with the same odds. Laz is kind of like Windhorse with LeBron. 
He'll just, he'll go in any well with him. He'll follow him into the depths of hell. It doesn't matter what happens. Laz will travel with Jordan Spieth no matter what. Oh, he's a rider. He's a rider die for Spieth, man. It's well, so funny. I know exactly Spieth, why he's texting you. He's probably got a board, like a screen that just shows Masters odds the whole year. He probably saw plus 2,500 for Spieth and said, I need to get the money now. I need to put so, it on there now. Allocate all the fourth and long entries. All on a bet. I mean, you can't write it any better. I, I hope people listening say, okay, now we got to root for Laz and Steve. No, it, it's funny. So this bet was placed on – I ended up not placing it until Monday. Um, oh, no, yeah. So what I'm – yeah, Monday after – what am money. I saying? The game was Monday. The game was Monday. Right, right, right. No, well, so that makes sense. I'm thinking – yeah. So it makes total sense. That was – the money I uh, won is pretty much going right towards that. Um, oh, so you bet it. You you put it up waiting for Dini to pay you. You you didn't wait for Dini to pay you. No, you said, no, no, you no, no, said, no. I'm going to still... win. I'm going to win, and I knew this. I know this payable is coming. I know this receivable is coming. It's so it counts it receivable there. in my book. Counts yeah. receivable. <laughs> so <laughs> my balance sheets. So yeah, it's crazy. I think you know the twenty two grand would be nice. Um, <laughs> wow, that would be yeah. the biggest bet I've ever won. But we'll see what happens. There's a long way to go, but I'll tell you right now. He's gonna, well, now he's I feel compete. bad. I didn't know this was like I, – I was chasing Venmos. Of course, there's always no, that no, no, no. kid who always doesn't pay up until after the tournament. But if you would have told me, I could have – No, no, no. I want to do the money. I don't need – no, no, no. It's not like I – <laughs> like I'm over here living paycheck. To paycheck. Laz is living on a margin call right now. Yeah, that would be that would be scary. No, 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 no. I'm not betting crazy amounts of money where it's like an issue. Um, so yeah, I mean, so, you said a small bet for you was 100 bucks, but you're parlaying Bo Hosler, whoever the fuck that is, to make top <laughs> ten of a no-name tournament with UNC going to the final four. Yeah, oh, small wager. Small wager, 100 bucks. After after Friday, halfway through the tournament, it was T three. And he was plus 500 to come in the top 10 because he blows up a lot. Um, oh. But it was, at, it was at his home course where he used to play in Texas all the time. So I, I liked his chances. And he actually led uh, the back nine on Sunday and choked him like the 16th hole, but still you know, easily came in the top 10. So I felt confident that I thought those odds were pretty favorable with a guy who's played the course a million times. And the field was pretty weak. Um, let's get into this a couple of matches. But when you're watching that, like, I just want to be a fly in the wall here. When you're watching that, what is – does Sarah realize that you have $3,500 riding on it? Yes. Are you reacting or are you just, like, sweating it out? No, I'm pretty relaxed because I, I, I know She has that. no idea. She, she thinks so – she does. So she knows. Okay. She knows. Loves it, too. Um, like, was getting into it at the end. Um, power like of the really plants is front and half that money. What's that? All power to the plants is front and half that money, Migs. Exactly. So uh, – front and all of it so i don't it's just, it's just i'm just riding but but in all seriousness i was never nervous until i was never really nervous i i mean if you lose you lose 150 bucks you have fun doing it it's like not a big deal but um but yeah it was big it was big so i i took um i took three grand and, and pocketed it put it in the savings account and uh gonna play with the other 500 for this week so there's a bunch of good prop bets for the masters oh there, my god there so i was gonna actually pull it up but what uh do you are you guys doing fanduel or what do you want these days i don't so, want to say it out loud because your pops was telling me talking to me about uh 
parks. I haven't, I haven't no, gone back you're to parks. I do have plans. I have plans to go back to parks when DraftKings goes down. Because <clears throat> parks got a new app. We got to, we got to plug them a little bit. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, I'm a DraftKings guy right now. There's a lot of good promos on DraftKings. A lot of good stuff on DraftKings. Um, more so than usual. I can't give you know, me I place my bets. I place my bets through someone in PA who does it for me because in Wisconsin you can't you can't do it because the like it's not in Wisconsin. Right. Um, so FanDuel and DraftKings you can't do it in Wisconsin, but obviously I just text somebody to do it for me. Um, here's a good play. I'm gonna get right into it. Bernhard Langer top thirty. Okay. Now keep in mind, guys. There's only 84 players in the field. About eight of them are amateurs. So now you have 76 pros. And about 10 of those pros or more are champions that are like 75 years old that won't make the cut. So now you really have about 65 guys and the top 50 make the cut. So you're, you're looking at top 30, which is basically half the remaining field if you take out the amateurs and all the old past champions. Bernhard Langer, top 30 plus 600 i think there's great value in that top 30 plus 600 bernhard langer i I, love those odds i like that too i heard that somewhere else um i think you can also bet them as top senior right probably yeah i'm sure that's he just seems like he's maybe he's just the most in shape he's got the best game for a senior well padre harrington's probably the favorite for top senior would be my guess. Okay. Um, that would yeah. be my guess. He's at this guy's name three seventy to one. Bernhard Langer. Yeah, there he is. I don't. Um, see, oh, Bernhard Langer's a thousand to one. So yeah, you're right. A hundred thousand to one. Oh, sorry. Small Even screen. better. So you put a hundred and you win a hundred fucking grand on him. <laughs> I do like that. Um. What do you think? So here's here's I now nah, maybe I'll save that for when we do our picks. But I really like a couple different guys. I, I've never golf bet in my life, but I think there's like really five or six guys you could parlay to go top twenty, and I feel like you almost have a really good chance to win. Like if let's say you do three guys in the top twenty, the odds are actually pretty solid. Um. Like, let's just say you throw together like a, a Zalatoris, a Lowry, and a Dustin Johnson. You're already sitting at plus 681. And all those guys are in the top 20 in the world, you know? It seems mm-hmm. like it's almost like not too easy, but like some good, you could, you could throw together some good stuff, like Laz was saying. Yeah, Laz at the analytics. I mean, if you're saying top, top 20, you pick your three favorites that you think are going to compete. You would hope that the third would get twentieth, right? At least. Yeah. Dude, I can't find Bernard here on uh to make the cut. What's his name last? Bernhard Longer. L-A-N-G-E-R is the last name. This guy plays every year. He's won a couple of green jackets. He's like sixty, probably seventy years old. He's won he's still the Masters. out there. <clears throat> but he I mean, he still dominates the Champions Tour. Well, I wouldn't say dominates, but he used to. I mean, he's this guy is no joke. Is it just make the cut? No, no. To come in the so if you want the plus six hundred odds, it's yeah. to come in the top thirty. Oh. 
Okay. Wow, also, Travis last has odds for nationality. Since, since you're the golf guy here, I think we can all agree Tiger makes the cut. So I was going to literally just talk about this because, yes, I think he makes the cut. And I'll get into why in a second. Um, Does he barely the, 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 Well, no, I don't think so. I think he actually gets – I think he slides in pretty comfortably. Okay. Um, what's going to be interesting is – if that line shifts and why – so the line on him making the cut, last time I looked, it was minus 110, which basically is even money, right? Because right. you usually don't – because that's the – you know, collects the juice fee. So um, they're basically saying even I'm targeting the cut. I mean, I think he's got the, a favorable tee time tomorrow morning. Um, I think he's going to play – probably tee off right when the conditions are at his best, coming off a little bit of rain. Um, and the winds will probably be a lot, um, you know, duller and, and not as strong as if, you know, in the morning when he plays. Um, and I think when he finishes that it's going to be a little bit more difficult in the afternoon. And then obviously he's going to have vice versa on Friday. He'll tee off later on Friday um, where the winds are going to be stronger. But I still think that early, late tee time, it gives him an advantage. And two, from what I've heard from a lot of um, – insiders this week that have been that are at Augusta and they've said that he played 27 holes this week he missed four fairways today he did not miss one fairway uh today he hit he hit all um he played 18 today and hit sorry he played 18 yesterday and hit every single par five green and two which means that he had four eagle putts yesterday so you have to assume he at least two putted all those maybe even made one so that's four under right there on just the par fives. And if he's hitting all the fairways, God, I mean, right? You can imagine yeah. what he shot. Apparently he looks great. Um, My uh, question, and you, you probably know better than me, but because of the way he's rehabbing and coming back, is that swing speed a little slower being able to straighten him out? So that was something they were talking about before he even made his comeback. And they were saying that at the PNC championship um, a couple months back. I think so. I mean, I, I think naturally he's had to slow it down a little bit. It's not yeah. a lot slower. It's not a lot slower. Um, he slowed down his swing probably four years ago. He really slowed it down. Five years ago, he really slowed it down. And it's pretty much kept that same swing speed. I don't know, I don't know what, it was, what he was averaging today, but – but it's a good point. He does seem to be hit, swaying a little slower, but a lot of times that gives you more control and you can hit it straighter, obviously. Um, he's going to have a chance. I actually think his name is going to be up there all week. Um, I think he's going to have a chance to win. I'm not saying he's going to have a chance to win on Sunday necessarily, you know, on the back nine on Sunday. I don't know if he's got the you – know, everyone's talking about the physical endurance this week. I think we're forgetting a lot about the mental endurance. And when you factor in Augusta National, um, 72 holes, which he's only been really been playing nine holes a day for a long time, uh, 72 holes at Augusta National in gusts of wind that we're going to see up to 25-mile-an-hour gusts, that takes a lot of thinking. Um, and I think, it, I think it's going to be a grind on him mentally. And I don't know if he's going to have the stamina um, to, to, to win on Sunday, but I definitely think that there's going to be a point on Saturday afternoon where people are going to be having their master's parties and someone's going to be wearing a fucking red shirt 
and you're going to be looking at that guy going, dude, Tiger Woods is going to win this thing. I think he's going to really have a chance. I think he's going to have a chance. I don't think he's going to get it done, but I think he's going to set himself up with a, maybe a nice round on, on Saturday. Um, again, people are forgetting it's Tiger Woods. This guy's won five of these fucking things before. Won it in 2019. He looks good right now. Um, Tiger Which Woods. Jacks. The last thing I'll say is Tiger Woods historically has always loved to under-promise and over-deliver. And what he tends to do in his press conferences is he will, he will speak a lot about his injuries and the rehab process and the training and what he can't do and how he can only hit putts, but he, ta- he forgets to talk about what he can do. And there's usually a lot left out. And you go out there and you see it on the course. So, again, he, he tends to uh, under-promise and over-deliver, and I think he's going to do it again this week. Yeah, I, I, I think he – you said it. I think he's won five of them. It's Tyre Woods. The mental – I'm not worried about the mental aspect. I think if he's competing on Saturday, lads, and I know you'll know a lot more than I do. I mean, you're throwing out 25-mile-an-hour wind stats here. I think if you see his name on the leaderboard on Saturday, then Sunday everybody else on that leaderboard that's top 10 is going to be nervous because here comes Tiger. I mean, that's what happened in 2019, right? Xander choked because here comes tiger yeah that's i mean that's what i remember francisco molinari choked because here comes tiger you're right if he's on that board and it says woods and it says minus 11 going into sunday oh man i might put laz money on him to win that's how i feel all right i don't you want to get into our picks yeah i'm down to get into our picks all right so I think most people who listen know how we do our pool. If you haven't gotten into our pool, check our uh, what, what oh, our Instagram post. We got all the details there. But essentially, this one, it's like a six different tiers. You pick one guy from each tier, and then lowest score wins combined. If your guy misses the cut, you're basically fucked, right? I think that's how it goes. But Yeah, it hurts big time. Um, so... And we'll go through all the different tiers just to make it like a little bit easier. But um, one sec, let me get to these. How many we got here? We got looks like we got thirty people. I dude, I think it's six tiers, be, right? Well, no, but thirty. It looks like thirty entries here. I'm just looking at. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We've got about thirty, which is nice. Pretty good. I saw you peppering it out to everybody. I mean, that's what we got to do. I, I don't see Bad Brother up here. I mean, they texted me three weeks ago asking for it. Really? Yeah, I think we, I think we could still get some more names. The only thing is that we're we're cutting it close now. Yeah, we're on as we're recording this. Yeah, the night before, um, and it obviously starts pretty early tomorrow. Um, why don't we go through the the tiers? All right. So, so what tier do you want to start with? Just from the top? Yeah. Let's start from the top. I'll, I'll, we'll start with tier one. Tier one. So we'll just tell our listeners here. Tier one is again. This is just. This, this, these rankings are world rankings. Um, so tier one is Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Patrick Cantlay, Cam Smith, Justin Thomas, uh, DJ, Rory, and Xander Shoffley. So um, tier one for me, I think it's very hard to – it was hard for me to not pick John Rahm. I did it last year, um, and he was coming – I think he still finished top five last year. Um, even though he was barely made the cut, he just yeah, ran out of holes. He came, um, yeah, he came on late. I remember he came on very late last year. 
he is a guy that has has played well here. Uh, I think the court suits him really well. Number one player in the world. Sorry, number two player in the world now, but uh, I'm going with Rom. Did you see what he said about Tiger, Rom? I did. That was funny. I asked him for advice. He gave me no advice, but then he gives like Justin Thomas a dissertation, something like that. Like he was throwing a little shade at Woods. I kind of liked it. I, I liked it too. I, like I, when you have a guy that that's that you know is that confident and like doesn't give a fuck, it's kind of cool. It's kind of badass, especially for this sport where like you can kind of get, you know, it gets a little soft here and there. Besides, like it gets soft, and everyone and sucks off Tiger. Yeah, like, it gets a little old. I'm not gonna lie. I've watched a lot of coverage at night this week, and and they're sucking off Tiger left and right, and it's kind of nice to see somebody. At least take a jab. I mean, what do you think? On. What do you think about the whole Justin Thomas thing? Like pairing up with Tiger a little bit, becoming friends, going on his jet. You think that's going to get to his head a little bit? Into Tiger's head? Or sorry, no, into JT's JT, head? JT. No, I don't think so. I think Tiger's just taking him under his wing. I think JT's going to have a heck of a career. Um, <clears throat> I don't think JT's got the mental game, though, that a lot of people think. Right. Well, the thing is, he's, he's hanging out with Tiger, and that's my pick. I see him <laughs> hanging out with Tiger. I watched him live at the Waste Management, which was freaking awesome. We actually saw a, a drive him, from him and him Rom. Him and Rom. Yeah, Rom's got a freaking shelf. And I know why he drives it well. He's got a shelf back there. He's a small <laughs> little uh, Spanish guy. But JT, you know, JT's also not the biggest. But uh, I like JT. I think – he, what is he ranked, Lies? Give me, what's he ranking? Seven. Um, I think he's seven. Yeah, I think he's seven, actually. I don't know. You think he doesn't have the mental aspect? I don't know. I think talking to Tiger, if anybody, if I, I just think, I try to visualize headlines, and, you know, the obvious headline is Tiger Woods, comeback of the, of the, of the biggest in history of golf. But also, Tiger's protege, JT, wins his first Masters. Boom. I don't know. That's my pick for tier one. I like it. Okay. I've, okay. I haven't heard anyone pick him in that tier. So if he does well, you'll probably win, Migs. And you've been doing a lot better than me and Laz. Um, yeah, Migs will always wins this every fucking year. I feel like I don't win it, but I'm competing again. I, I I put so much effort into my bracket and none into this. And it's <laughs> always this this one is is more is is usually better. All right. I so. so I never picked the favorite, even though I love Rom. So I went with Morikawa. You know, young guy. I think I think he's got the mental game. Um, I don't know what those wins are going to be like for him, but I feel like he seems like a confident guy in the press conferences. Like he seems like he's pretty positive, upbeat. Uh, I'm going to go with Morikawa. I I really like JT, but I don't I, the the Tiger thing kind of turns me away and then rom i just don't want to pick the favorite so i'm going morikawa uh real can't, go wrong with morikawa. can't go wrong with him he's a little young so i don't know like how that'll fare with his mental game but i mean he's just real solid he is he is and that would be his third major which is hard to believe um tier two so we all have different picks in tier one tier two you have sam burns hideki matsuyama the defending champ who is uh for those of you who don't know, is injured, but he's playing. Uh, he's had some neck tightness with Drew last week. Um, so just throwing that, throwing that out there. Billy Horschel, 
uh, at 13 in the world. Uh, then you have Louis Ustazen, Abe Answer, Tyrrell Hatton, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, and Joaquin Neiman. Um, I'll start. I mean, everyone on this podcast knows who I have in this tier. So <laughs> and give me Spieth all day at, at Augusta National. Give me Spieth all day at the Masters. I don't even need to explain it. I think it's just – it's just a given. Do you think it's his time to, to reclaim the glory here? So here's the What's interesting What's different part. between this year and the last five? I was about to get into it. So, so um, he's changed his swing a lot. He's, I won't get into like the minutia of that, but like he's changed his swing a lot. Um, his ball striking tee to green, he's statistically been really, really good this year in the top five throughout most of the year. He's been really bad on the greens, which is surprising for Jordan Spieth. The good news is that he always seems to putt well at Augusta, and that's because of the green speeds. He likes really fast greens, um, and he tends to read these greens really well, and he talks about it. Um, so I think he's going to have a have a really solid week. And what's interesting is he's played – I don't know how many – I can't remember. I heard the stat, but obviously well over 1,000 rounds on tour um, in his career now. He has um, – well, maybe not 1,000 rounds. I don't know. That seems like it could be a lot. Well, 200 a year. No, yeah, he's probably played over that. Either way, he had his best strokes gained T degree round um, ever on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on Sunday at the Valero Texas Open last week. And he's been trending all year for in, in, a, in that strokes gained category statistically. He's really, really improved. And that was last year at this, at this time. The driver and the irons were, were a concern. Now they're not. He's pretty dialed. I've also never heard him sound – I've never heard I've never heard him sound or hear him sound so confident. He sounded so confident today in his press conference or yesterday in his press conference. Um, he's flying very much under the radar this week. I don't think I've heard anyone pick him. Uh, so I love him this week. I love him this week. I think you I would not be shocked if tomorrow afternoon he goes out there and you get home from work. Thursday and you you know you kick your feet up and there's Jordan Spieth on the ninth hole and he's like 400 par already. I'm just letting people know right now. I would not be surprised. So I got speed. All right. Well, I uh, so the one thing I did have beef with was I was hoping that Xander would be in tier two. So he was the tenth golfer in tier I one. I was I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I I like Xander just because of the collapse a couple of years ago, and I feel like he's been playing good golf, and this is one of those things that he needs to get in his resume is a, a green jacket. But I still like JT in Tier 1. So Tier 2, though, I'm just going to go – I think this guy can win it. I feel like every major tournament, he's in it. So I don't know why he's not in Tier 1. I guess it just goes by ranking. But I think Brooks Kepka can absolutely win this thing. I don't. I don't want to overthink this, guys. I I, I know you got your guy Jordan Spieth last, so that's you're never going to waver from that. But the other guys, you know, maybe Bryson, maybe even Abe Answer. We saw him at the Waste Management; he was playing good. But it's Brooks Kepka. This guy comes to play. He's got the mental ice water in his veins. Give me Brooks. I also have Brooks. I think this is the tier of favorites here. Uh, you know, your, your blue chip golfers in tier two that you just like, you're going to go with them. DeChambeau's hurt, even though he's still going to play. Um, he's been kind of annoying me recently with some of the stuff he's done and the certain thing, like just kind of the way he conducts himself. Did you see the, 
they did like the dude perfect thing on Augusta. Yeah. That was what a kind of move is that? I was I didn't like that at all. They were trying to Augusta's trying to get that younger audience. I don't yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. But so DeShambo's hurt, so I'm never I'm not gonna take a hurt player. And he fucked me last year, so I may never take him again in this. So I'm going with Brooks. He's a guy that seems like he only cares about the majors anyway, and hopefully he'll show up this weekend. Laz, me and Dini walked right by his wife. We like I I forget. I think Cerami was the one that pointed her out, but just who's, casually who's, Brooks oh, Kepka's wife. Oh, I forget her oh, name. I think that I don't even know if they're married. No, really? they're not. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Of course, Cerami. It's probably just got his eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we it's got here three. Jenna Sims. Yes. Yeah, Jen- Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, she walked right by us. Crazy. Crazy. Um, tier two. Sorry, tier three. Uh, you got Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Paul Casey, Sung J.M., Kevin Kisner, Jason Kokrak, Will Zalatoris, Kevin Na, and Patrick Reed. Um, the, the guy I'm going with is uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think at this golf course, you have to play the par five as well. He's third on tour in strokes gained on par fives, or sorry, in par five scoring average. Um, and he's a he plays really well in the wind. Um, obviously, coming from from England, you're, you're gonna have to you're gonna play a lot of those um, open open courses where it yields a lot of cross winds and and just wind throughout the the the, the round. Um, and we're gonna have a windy week, so I, I like Matthew Fitzpatrick with the low ball flight he has and the, his ability to play the par five as well. So I'm I'm taking Fitzpatrick in that group. Matty Fitz, Laz, you're not going with the Z spot, Zalatoris. I, I was tempted. I was that, that was my second choice in that one. Yeah, I was trying to. I'm. Oh, Megs, you go, you go. No, no, I was gonna say, did, Laz, didn't you? Weren't you counting out the amateurs like from the get go a couple like twenty minutes ago in your in your speed bet? Yeah. Or uh, whatever it is, Bernard bet for twenty top thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is wasn't Zalatoris an amateur last year in the Masters, or am I? Was that two years ago? No, Langer. Um, Langer's a senior. Zalatoris is a younger is, guy. Is a pro, but Zalatoris was an amateur. I don't know if he was an amateur. No, but I'm saying, year. yeah, you were saying that you would count out the amateurs. You had the field at 70, then you cut it out into 60, take out the amateurs, take out the old guys, and then you thought Bernard was going to get top 30. I'm saying Zalatoris was an amateur a he, year ago. He was so he was a well, well, well known amateur. Like this was like he wasn't allowed to get like the, the amateurs this year. I should I should explain the amateurs this year are like college students. Like where Zalatoris, oh, okay. it's a little different. Um, right. The only amateur I would look out for is Stort Hagistad, who decided not Hagistad. to go. Pro. Yeah, he he's decided he plays in this thing every year because he always somehow qualifies. He decided not to go pro, to go pro and uh, pursue a um, just pursue his business degree and just work a normal life. Um, the guy can golf. Interesting. Um, all right, Migs, who you got in tier three? Tier three, I kind of uh, – what's the terminology here, Dini, where you – oh, I, it's like a spite pick. No, no, oh. it, was a spite, it was a spite pick against Marinari. Okay. Uh, I, I'm yeah, I, like this, I like this narrative. Yeah, because, you know, Joe's been hot lately. He's been on a betting win streak the last three, four weeks. 
And you know how it's like a game of runs in basketball in an NBA game. Right. You it's got a lot of highs, you got a lot of turn. lows. You, yeah. you just got you just got you just went on a four and run and your guy swatted it into the third row. Yep. So this swat in the third row, and all he's been chirping about is Patrick Reed not making the cut first day. Okay. I got Pat Reed having a great tournament. That's my oh, pick. Like Pat, like Pat Reed. Pick. The spike pick. I like that. I love it. Everyone hates Patrick Reed. Everybody hates him, but he, he does golf good in Augusta. Am I right, Laz? He has a green jacket he, hanging in, he, in, in the he closet. He plays well here. No doubt about it. Green. All right. Uh, I, my thinking process here is I really like Finau. I know a lot of people pick Zal Torres. So I went with Daniel Berger in tier three solely just based off of me looking at golf leaderboards this year, like wherever the TV, like whenever an event is on the TV, like let's say I just played nine holes. I'm coming into the clubhouse and they have golf on. I feel like I see that name, Daniel Berger and like at least the first or second page. Like I feel like he's pretty consistent. I know nothing about the guy. He's got decent odds. He's the 21st in the world. So I just said, fuck it. Let's go with Daniel Berger. I like it. All right. I like the pick. Uh, tier four, we got Corey Connors, Thomas Peters, Taylor Gooch, Shane Lowry, Adam Scott, Max Homa, Tom Hoagie, Webb Simpson, Harold Barner III, and Seamus Power. I went for the 2013 defending champion, um, Adam Scott. He is trending. And um, his putting has gotten drastically better the past couple of years. And uh, the rest of his game is, has been, you know, has always been pretty solid, pretty consistent. So I'm, I'm going to take Adam Scott this week. Uh, tier four, I went Max Homa. I mean, uh, is Homa or Homa? Last? Homa. Homa. You're Homa. Good. I think I saw something on Twitter. Of hit, did he hit a hole in one or something today? It, it's very much recency uh, bias. He I heard he's been dialed did. in. He almost did. did. He, yeah. he knew, but he also he did a couple weeks ago. He's been very good. He's been hot, right? So, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking Taylor Gooch for the name, but I went against that. Uh, <laughs> Homa, I know he's been hot. I was thinking Seamus Power, thinking that'd be a good headline, like, in like the New York Post, like Power win or Power powers through. Uh, but you know, I'll go Max Homa. A lot of psychic powers. All right, I got Shane Lowry, the big man. I I just love rooting for Shane Lowry. Um, and I feel like he, his, his fan duel odds are like, not, you know, when I look at them, they look more of like a tier three guy than a tier four. So I think there's a little value there. I like Shane Lowry in tier four. What is he? What is Shane Lowry? His odds? English? No, I think he's, uh... Isn't he Irish? American? I think he's Irish. He's Irish. He's Irish. He yeah. won the Open Championship at Portrush a few years oh, back. Now. So you got the Irish in tier yeah, four. I got the I ginger. Mean, I got the pick. ginger beard going for my guy Shane Lowry. I love it. That means in tier five, you're not picking Tommy Fulkin Fleetwood. Are we on tier five, Mick? Then you did your tier four. Yeah, Max Homa. Okay, that's right. You went with Homa. So tier five. We have Russell Henley, Mark Leishman, Lucas Herbert, Matthew Wolf, Cameron Young, Tommy Fleetwood, Siwoo Kim, Takumi Kanaya, Sergio Garcia, and Brian Harmon. Uh, I'm going to go with Russell Henley. Really, really good win player. Con- seems to always play well in the majors. Um, this guy is a top 25 machine in majors. 
Um, doesn't has never gotten it done. Hasn't really gotten all that close to getting it done. Um, but I like his game, and he plays very, very well in strong wins. So uh, I like Russell Henley. Um, from my tier five here, you know, I usually I don't worry. I, I definitely put five bucks on Maddie Wolf to win. I always do every year with that unorthodox swing. But I didn't. I didn't pick Maddie Wolf in my tier five here. Uh, I ended up going with the Aussie, Mark Leishman. Uh-huh. Mark Leishman. Croiky, rise up lights. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Mark Leishman, I think, is an underrate, under the radar player. He's getting to that age where he's gonna, he, he, he might be, you know, in contention on a Sunday. I think a lot of eyes, Deeney. Here's here's another thing that I think of in the psyche. I think mm-hmm. a lot of eyes are on Cam Smith. A lot of people are expecting Cam Smith, the Australian, to have a great tournament. Don't don't count out Marky Mark and Alicia. The other the other Australian. Yeah, I think that someone just he just flies under the radar. He's like top ten going into Sunday, and he's got some good experience. Who knows? I actually took him too, Migs. So there we go. Oh man, that's two. Akimbo Akimbo Leishmans. <laughs> Marky Mark and Leishmans. He seems to always he, he Leishman seems to play well here. He does. My guy's dialed in too. My guy doesn't get phased very often. You don't usually see him be visibly frustrated on the course. No, agreed, agreed. Um, all right, tier six, our last tier. There's a lot of guys here. Um, I'll read them all, though. Why not? We got Justin Rose, Luke List, Mackenzie Hughes, Min Woo Lee, Christian Bezadenho, Eric Von Royen, Lee Westwood, Bubba Watson, Seth Straka, Stortzink, Robert McIntyre, Ryan Palmer, Hudson Swafford, Kyung Hoon Lee, Gary Kago, Gary Woodland. Yeah, you go to the whole list. Why not? Cam, Cam Davis, JJ Spong, <laughs> Lucas Glover, Guido Miliozzi, Cameron Champ, Padraig Harrington, Danny Willett, Harry Higgs, Charles Schwartzel, Francesco Molinari, Zach Johnson, Fred Couples, Tiger Woods, who I think a lot of people are going to have, Larry Mize. Mike oh, Weir, Larry Andy, Mize, the pro. Larry Mize is the king of leading – the Masters every single year, one on one under after his first two holes because he's, he's off first. Uh, Mike Weir, Sandy Lyle, Stuart Hagistad, Jose Maria Alafabel, Laird, uh, Laird Shepard, Keita Nakahima, James Piot, Austin Greaser, Aaron Jarvis, VJ Singh, and Bernhard Langer. I am going to go to the top of that list, go with a guy who has come runner up, lost in a playoff here has had I, – you know, I spoke about Russell Henley having a lot of top 25 finishes in majors. Justin Rose probably has more top 25 finishes in the Masters than anyone besides for Tiger Woods, I would say, of, in the 2000s. Um, and that's why I'm going with Justin Rose. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. to take um, – his game has not been great, but he always seems well to play here. He always seems to play well here. So I'm going to take Justin Rose. He might be the best. He might be the best. He might be the best outside of top five player in a major ever. Just oh, inst- instantly probably, up there. I would probably have to agree with you on that. What'd you say, Megs? Dini, who do you you go first on this tier six? All right, so tier six, I will I will dub the tier of emotion here. As in tier six, you know, you're looking for a story. You're looking for something that'll pull you in. You know, obviously you got the tiger. 
you know, the mainstream media crashed the car, but no, can't go there. Cause I think a lot of the field will go there. And if you want to be different, you got to look for something else. As we said, Bernard Langer, good senior, but my pick is going to be Luke list. He lives about three minutes from Augusta with his family He's making his return to Augusta after a 17-year hiatus from when the time he first made it. So this is wow. a big redemption arc here for Luke List. Like Lukey List. He's pulling out my heartstrings right now, and I'm going to root for him all weekend. Give me Luke <laughs> List after 17 droughtless years of driving by the course to get everywhere for his family. He's got to pick up groceries. He's passing the, the course. He, he's got to do something else. He play. I think he practices at Augusta Country Club, and he's finally going to get back into Augusta. I'm not expecting him to win, but I'm expecting him to make the cut. So give me Lukey List. I don't mind it. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I when I was going through tier six and like Lies ran through, there's a lot of options. Uh, even Guy Bernard, the end. Um, I saw Justin Rose. He's been runner-up a couple times but I don't know I, at what point do you say is he ever going to win it he hasn't been playing good golf as last said I thought about Bubba and how he's won it twice right he's won it twice right last correct so I was thinking Bubba but how could you not pick Tiger Woods <laughs> I, I I just had to do it just because like I really do think that this man would not come back after an injury like that if he did not think that he can win this thing, he said it in the interview, I can win this. Yep. If you, if he thought there was a chance, a remote chance he would get cut. I think he's waiting till next year to answer back. Yeah. But I just, I can see it. Tiger Woods. I think is a, I mean, people are betting on him all over Vegas. So we'll see how he goes tomorrow. I'm hoping that he has a good day. Starts to starts us off hot. And like I said, if he has a good Saturday and he's on that leaderboard Sunday, it's game over. I just feel that way. The momentum, the crowds, it'll carry him. I agree with you, Mix. I think there's a a strong chance that he's going to be in it, very much in it, in the the conversation. I really do. I don't see a reason to believe otherwise right now. So that does it for our tiers and our picks. We will see what happens. I'm not going to change my picks. Mm-hmm. I know that that's kind of that would be wrong to copy Migden's bracket, even though he's had a lot of success here <laughs> over the past couple of years, and I have not fared as well. Um, let's go. Who are you guys? Let's. How about this? We'll end it with this. Give me your pick and your dark horse to win it. I'll say my pick first: Jordan Spieth to win. Um, my dark horse. I am going to go with Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think that's a name this week that um, I, I would look out for. I think he's, he's played really well here over the years, and he's this is probably his sixth or seventh Masters for as young as he is, hard to believe. Um, and he's always had pretty solid finishes. I think this is the year where he's, uh, he's, he's going to be very much in the mix on Sunday. And the guy is he's an excellent putter. So I'm taking Fitz as my dark horse. Can we – is a tier one guy a dark horse or no? Are we are we leaving them out? I mean, I think it depends on how you explain it. I because I feel like not a lot of people are looking at Xander 
and I feel like he should get a little more love here. So I'll I'll take him as my dark horse because maybe there's some redemption there. And, you know, I feel like Xander's been waiting for his time to shine. It hasn't come yet. So maybe maybe something good will happen. Uh, but I'm going to stick with my winner as Colin Morikawa. And even though, you know, a couple other guys that I really like too, like Rom and DJ, I just I decided to go with Morikawa here. Fresh face. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think, Mix. I mean, part of me thinks Tiger's going to win. I really do. But uh, if I had to put money on it, aliens were taking over the world. I just, I think it's, I don't think Brooks has ever won. And I think this is when he gets back into the mainstream media and everybody's talking about Brooks Kepka again. I think he's going to win. Brooks Kepka puts on his first green jacket. I wonder what his, what his meal would be next year. Uh, where's Brooks Kepka from, Laz? Oh, I think he's uh, from Florida, right? I was going to say, I want to see somewhere down south, but I, I don't know where. Some seafood on the menu next year. I can see it. Maybe like a, like a really nice swordfish with a miso glaze on top. Mm. Hideki's meal looked pretty solid, I got to say. That was pretty solid. A little Wagyu. I mean, I feel like that was a huge upgrade from whatever they had before. Someone, someone said they had like pigs in a blanket, and then Hideki's like, fuck it. I'll go Wagyu. Yeah, they had pigs in a blanket because it was Dustin Johnson. Um, <laughs> it was just boring and just yeah. Apparently, they were very high quality, um, and the yeah. food was the food's always really good. I mean, they 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 have the best chefs in the world there. Um, but yeah, I had duckies. Anytime you can get some sushi and some steak and some miso uh, glazed cod, <laughs> I'm about that. Um, who the? I gotta ask you, Laz. Who I gotta know about Sam Burns? He's pretty high on the odds, but I don't Sam know Burns anything about him. Has played really, really well the past call it year and a half, two years. Um, he's on a lot of people's radar. I've watched a lot of coverage this week. His name's come up quite a bit. I like him. I think is the only thing holding him back is the putter. Um, but he's one of the better ball strikers. Good driver of the ball. Has a pretty solid short game. Um, just gonna have to put the ball well if he's gonna have a chance here. And again. Augusta, the greens are completely different than any other course you play all year long. They undulate like crazy and they're wicked fast. Um, so it's a lot more of it's a, when you stand over that putt, you're going to have to feel it a lot more than see it. And that's why guys like I like I like guys like Spieth who are more feel putters. Tiger Woods is a feel putter, um, but I think Sam Burns is certainly capable from a ball striking standpoint, capable of being there on Sunday. And he's ranked. I think he's ranked just outside the top ten right now. He's He's been really, really good. Migs, who was your dark horse again? Uh, I didn't, I didn't say one. Uh, uh, I was thinking like maybe Gary Woodland or her. Okay. Um, no, I was on. No, actually, can I say? Can I change that? I want to play. I want to. What's his name? Uh, Hold one on. dude has a. No, no, the one dude can chip, and I didn't pick him, but I think a dark horse. Yep, he was a runner-up in 2021. I think Sunjay M is a name to watch. Okay, all right. The guy can shit. I think I picked him last year in this one of the tiers. He didn't make the cut, I remember. Yeah, he yeah. sourly disappointed me, along with Bryson DeChambeau. But, Dini, can I have a request for this episode right now, fourth and long? I want yes. – um, can we can we play the the piano 
or is it, is it piano? Whatever the master's music is that's not on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I oh, want yes. Laz to give me what his like. I want him to give me a a, a Nance. All right. And oh, I want him. I want, <laughs> want it to be Tiger Woods return, and he's playing well. All right, with the uh, piano. Yeah. All right, hold on. Laz, give, give Laz a second. Unless you want to change the narrative, Laz, and you want to do a different person. If if you, if I think Tiger's the easiest right now. Oh, Tiger's the easiest. All right, hold on. I you have some time to think of the script. Okay. Because that we, was like when we did that in St. Joe's. I mean, people <laughs> were going nuts about that. <laughs> I, I, I think your best impersonations are are Nance, uh, Gus Johnson is a great one for Ohio State, and oh. then even your Trump. Your Trump was great. <laughs> um, Trump. <laughs> All right, you ready, Lies? Your top three. I do a decent Al Michaels actually, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Um, are we, are we going out with this? Should we yeah, go I'm, out? I'm with good. It? All right. Yeah, we can. All right. Let me let me sign off before Laz does this. Uh, as always, at Fourth and Long Pod on Instagram. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Get into our Masters Pool if you can. Runyourpool.com. Check our Instagram. Here's. Lazarati Nance with the call. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here with CBS. Every April, there might be sight of pink azaleas in the background here at Augusta National Golf Course. Sun-soaked skies beating down on the vibrant green turf. It's enough to make golf fans flock to their television sets in droves. Add in a few Sunday storylines, Tiger Woods just one shot back here on Sunday afternoon. What an afternoon we have set up for you. It's like Christmas morning for us golf folks. Doesn't get much better than that. Thank you to Augusta National for putting on an incredible week here. 2022 Masters. It's been a long time coming before for Tiger Woods to get back out there. He has worked extremely hard over the past 17 months, but here we are, beautiful Augusta National Golf Club, with a chance for Tiger Woods to win his seventh green jacket. Again, friends, Jim Nance here. Tradition unlike any other, the Masters on CBS.